Nearly three years ago, my daughter, Laura, died just a few weeks after being diagnosed with stomach cancer. She was 28. Exhausted and lost, my husband, my son and my son-in-law all gradually returned to work and my younger daughter went off on a long planned trip abroad. But I had nowhere to escape to. I am a writer working from home and I certainly could not write. There was no room in my brain for anything creative. I wondered at times what the point of me was. When my mother died nine years ago, she left a tiny collection of jewellery that my sister and I shared. I remember feeling sad for her that she hadn't owned more, that she hadn't had the kind of life where she needed pretty necklaces and extravagant earrings. I decided that in future I would ask my husband for jewellery for my birthdays and Christmases so that when I died there would be pieces my daughters would enjoy inheriting. My two daughters often borrowed some of this jewellery for weddings and parties, sometimes squabbling over who got to wear what. In the awful months that followed Laura's death, my mind repeatedly focused on thinking about the jewellery collection I had built up and I found it difficult to take in that there would no longer be any need for it to be shared when I died, that now I only had one daughter, that all the jewellery would be hers. My son-in-law, just a few days after the funeral, had given me Laura's engagement ring to add to my collection, and this no doubt added to the confusion in my mind. I often found myself picturing a grieving woman throwing her jewellery into the river, it no longer being needed. That image prompted the first story I wrote after Laura's death, and I was proud when it was published in the National Flash Fiction Day anthology the next year. In the months that followed, I wrote other stories, some inspired by my grief, others not, and I have managed to carry on writing, have in the last two years become much more prolific. In early 2019, Finding Away My Flash Collection on Grief will be published by Ad Hoc Fiction. The story that started all this is called A Collection. I throw in the opal ring next. It makes little impression on the river, unlike the jade bracelet and the gold chain I bought in Marrakesh. The opal ring had been the start of my collection, bought just a week after Sophie was born. Something for me, I'd reasoned, as gift after gift arrived for her. The last piece I select is my mother's engagement ring. It's a diamond cluster, the only decent jewellery she'd owned. When she died, I cried as I surveyed the cheap beads and mean stone rings I'd inherited. It didn't seem much to show for a life. So I'd started collecting for birthdays, Christmases, anniversaries. I asked my husband for jewellery, determined that Sophie would have an inheritance to delight him. As soon as she took an interest, I allowed her to play with the cheaper pieces, let her rummage in my wardrobe for heels and hats to parade in. As she grew older, she borrowed necklaces for university balls, rings for friends' weddings, brooches for job interviews. Can I keep the sapphire ring, she often begged, or the opal? You can have them when I'm dead, I used to say. So stupid. I should have showered my beautiful girl with everything I owned, not carried on building a collection that would never be needed. 
As I trudged back to the car, I looked down at my left hand, twirl the ring on my middle finger. It's a ruby, antique, bought as a present for Sophie's graduation. She'd been so proud of her first, and she adored the ring, had rarely taken it off. It doesn't look good on me. But I didn't hesitate when the undertaker handed it to me. I slipped it onto my finger, have kept it there ever since. It's the only jewellery I have now, the only piece I see any point in owning.